Hello, and welcome to another edition, a uh, special nerd vomit edition of Peta's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, where I don't have to drop my voice to do narration voice. I've ruined the magic of the word voice. Uh, I'm Doug. Joined with me is one of my stalwart companions, Calvin. Hello, everybody. How you doing? And we're kind of on a crunch, uh, so we're going to be talking about Saga by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona mm-hmm. Staples and the Cowboy Bebop trailer, trailer opening, opening credits, credits, whatever you want to yeah. call it. actually works as both. Yeah, um, it really does. I don't know. Flip a coin to... Um, uh, let's get into Let's do Bebop first. Okay, we can do Bebop first. Okay, obviously that's coming out on Netflix very soon. November 7th. And we talked about this, that it's going to be very interesting to see how they introduce it when they didn't have the stills out. And this is their answer. They came out with almost an homage or... An almost shot for shot. Shot for shot. Of of the the, opening credits, which... Of the anime, yeah. You and I talked uh, last week where I said one of those, like, if they don't do the opening credits, like, almost exactly like Mm -hmm. the animation, like, I'm probably going to be kind of twitchy about watching the actual season, Mm -hmm. or series, rather. Yeah, you And they nail it. They nail it. In my opinion. They do an excellent job. They keep the same theme music, which you almost have to do. Uh, Yeah, they brought brought in the person that... I can't remember. You would know. Yeah, it's the 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 song is called "Tank." The band is Seatbelts, and um, they were. And that creating... sounds like you just had a stroke. <laughs> That's what it is. And they were creating. She, the original um, artist, made her band so she could do the music for the show. Okay, that's really fucking cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, in case anyone's wondering, uh, quick footnote: uh, Cowboy Bebop is one of, if not the favorite show of Calvin. Yeah. I have a tattoo and everything. <laughs> and Do you really? Yeah. I thought you you got the rose. No, I got the I got the ship. Oh, you got the ship? I got um swordfish too. So um yeah, it's 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 made an impression on my life. So I've been very interested to see how they do this. And I really like the shot for shot, how they introduce Spike and John Cho as he's smoking the cigarette. Mm-hmm. It goes and, it's like, and it's like the crudely animated smoke and crudely animated like like bang effects on mm-hmm. the guns. Like like I said, it kind of went back to the original anime when it did the animation of the smoke and the an- and, and kind of what he was doing in the opening. And a lot of the characters are doing kind of what they're doing in I the mean, anime. You're going to have some... Yeah. You're going to have to allow some wiggle room there. But yeah. that... Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so dynamite cameo by our friend Freddie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. uh, my thing is seeing that hybrid of live action to animation gives me, I hate to admit, higher hopes for the actual series. I don't think they're gonna have like animated aspects. I, I, I hope not, but they might. You never know. I, but but I, I think hope not. Seeing like that kind of hybrid. Is like when I was kind of twitchy about um, into the um, Spider Verse. So I'm like, well, how do you combine all these different animation styles and art styles? Mm-hmm. And Cowboy Bebop seems to have cracked the code on that in terms of at least their opening trailer. Yeah, the opening, um, they do. And it looks like they, they get it. So, <laughs> well, they've got the original creator. They've got the original composer. I mean, mm-hmm. and once again, this is, and we won't get too deep into this. But it's one of those things that with such a, a rabid, fervent uh, fan base, mm-hmm. they can't fuck this up. Um, 
projects like that that have come out, whether for good or for ill, uh, they kind of fucked up Preacher. Mm -hmm. I wasn't overly thrilled by the end of it. And Preacher is one of my favorite comics of all time. Uh, They did just release the first trailer for Sandman. They did. And I'm okay with it. (laughs) But it's because they know you can't fuck this up. Because the minute you fuck it up, the internet will destroy you. Yeah. So, that is true. But Cowboy Bebop's... Once again, like, I know I'm only a third into the series. I'm... I'm late to the party, I know. A little bit, um, that's okay. You're catching up, which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> which is why I can't say too much about the opening, because they drop a lot of well, you see characters that, that you are not familiar with yet, well, but I am. I, I saw the old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, with the animal rights activist. That was the animal rights activist. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I need to stop <laughs> watching the show drunk. Um, <laughs> that's why that was that whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad that Einstein is an actual fucking dog. Yep. Uh, John Cho Cho. Yeah. Um, said that that is his hair. Yeah. Um, Jet's arm looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking a bit off air about um, Faye Valentine's mm-hmm. outfits. Mm-hmm. They changed it for the show, which is fine. Well, I mean, we got a little backlash from what I saw from. I know there's no gravity in space, but there is on Earth. Yeah. So you're not going to have <laughs> the perkiness. Yeah. We'll say. And, and they um, do tease Punch and Judy in the... Oh, the, the, like, bounty hunter, the, like, uh, anchor, show. The yeah, show. the weird, like, news show mm-hmm. infomercial. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure... can't do it without it. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, how are they going to get their information? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, glad that they were in it. So And you saw the... Some guy with... What look like a, I don't know. What yeah, would you call like the, the cravat or whatever that? The, the big, old timey English. You know him, uh, Matt yeah, Matt Perot. The Matt Perot, an episode in the anime which I thoroughly enjoyed, and it also scared the hell out of me the first time I saw it. I can't it. wait to watch it. <laughs> um, it so, weirdly reminds me of um, the gentleman from Buffy. Okay. Like good standalone episode scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. So. Uh, you also see vicious. Vicious. Who I am aware of, but have not tr- really, truly seen a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to finish the anime before the live action. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited. This gives me... I don't want to lock in with, like, too high of hopes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be let down just because of my own expectations. Mm-hmm. But everything, like, about it was like, <laughs> oh, this looks better and better and better. So I, I have it calmed what? a lot of my nerves on it when I saw it. So I was like, "Oh, this is what they're doing. I like it. They're yes, bringing exactly. they're, bring, they're bringing in characters that, yeah, you're. It's going to be difficult to mess that up if you. If this is what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're on. Yeah, you're getting some really good. Unless you like totally misstep, like. Mm-hmm. It kind of it really depends on how they're going. So, but I liked I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. So I'm interested to see how much of the original anime they put into little live action like is it going to be episode like per episode type of thing the way that um oh christ i can't think of the name of the guy the director um but he wanted to do like preacher like an issue an episode okay to be faithful and i'm pretty sure are are they gonna try to do that with cowboy bebop or it's like i don't know because maybe not shot for shot like episode 
for episode. You know what they I mean? might do episode for episode, but I don't know if they'll do it in the same order because they really can't, I would think. I don't know. Because it depends on who you introduce. So, like, um, episode one in Cowboy Bebop is the, the bounty of the husband and wife. They're teased in the trailer, so maybe that's going to be their starting off point as well. I mean... And doesn't... That sets up something. It's like... Don't they drop off, like, the weird drug ship or something to, like, someone else? Which I don't know if that doesn't... Okay, I don't know. No, they go after the... There's the drug that they're smuggling in the show, in the anime, gets lost in space. So... What am I thinking of? What's wrong with the music box? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I want the music box, right? It's like the dead oh, sister yeah. or something? The, yeah, the, that's different. The, okay. The, yeah, this was the red eye that you should have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the first episode. And okay, then, then it's all coming back to me. Okay, that's good. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, November. It's almost right around the corner. Um, uh, and then... So you got me into Bebop, mm-hmm. and we'll do a, we did a cultural exchange recently, yes. where I got you into Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples' Saga comic on Image Comics. Yes. Which... Very, what, very, very enjoyable book. And I'm, I'm real glad you lent it to me. I, because... I great would, storytelling in, in volume one. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. It's one of those, like, much like Bebop, where I'm like, I can't say a whole lot for fear of spoiling it for you. Uh, um, just the way that just the way the story opens, I think, was clever and awesome, and I really enjoyed it. I was actually going to bring up the first <laughs> first, first line couple of lines of dialogue because mm-hmm. I recently went back and started rereading book one. There's nine of them, yeah. nine of them, and it's am I shitting? It feels like I'm shitting. Yeah, yeah. and basically, it's mm-hmm. an intergalactic yeah. civil war soap opera. Pretty much about like star-crossed lovers of Excuse the two me. sides of the the, uh, the factions, the, the the what is it, the wings and the moonies or yeah. something, um, with landfall and wreath. And if it sounds like I'm having yeah. a stroke, I'm not. <laughs> um, it's just how the story. Brian goes. K. Vaughn is, and um, yeah, I've, I've recently gone back because I read the last book recently, and then when you got into book one, I was like, well, I got to reread book one so I can remember what's going on. It's been so long. And I just, it's such a treat. Uh, one, like, the art is the amazing. Art is the visuals we were talking about off air, where it's like, how the yeah. hell did Brian K. Vaughn describe mm-hmm. these two prostitutes as literal walking heads, where it's just mm-hmm. like sexy legs, legs and giant and heads. fucking heads? <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh, this is going to be a very interesting planet he's on. Yes. It does not disappoint. Sextillion. Sextillion, yep. And... <laughs> And that's like the bad guy, I guess, for the first book. For the first book. I don't want to get too much into the well, because, it, yeah. It looks like it's going somewhere else. So oh, it, it goes. It goes somewhere. It goes ways you so. don't even know, buddy. <laughs> oh, you don't even know. He gets introduced as possibly the villain, and then his story kind of shifts. Well, there are a lot of villains. Yeah, a lot of villains. Because so far, you know of the will, mm-hmm. Prince, Prince Robot the Fourth. Mm-hmm. And then the weird shadowy, like, CIA guy for um, Landfall. Yeah. The Batwings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a great book. Um, basically, these two people from the both sides of the Civil War have a baby, Hazel, who narrates it. And the art is stunning. 
dialogue is spot on. Um, you can read it and take away like just the sci-fi aspects, mm-hmm. um, but really at its core, and I think you and I yeah. talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. At its heart, it's kind of Brian. Well, it's not kind of. It is mm-hmm. Brian K. Vaughn's like exploring like what it means to be a parent from weirdly the child's like point of view of it. You kind of yeah 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 because that's kind of how the the narration goes. It's like these are my parents, but this is what they're doing kind of. Well, I've noticed a little bit. And I noticed on the first book versus the ninth book, she said multiple times, I don't end up anyone important. I don't end up mm-hmm. like a savior. I just get to grow old. And mm-hmm. that's because of these two. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people can do that. It's yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I think that's an amazing thing for a child to say about her parents. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And not a huge spoiler, but just wait to get to the female ejaculate. Part. That's in book nine. Oh, okay. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Eavesdropper. Um, oh. And an aside to the saga story, I'm familiar with the book because I randomly got one at a comic book convention where someone's like, um, "This is all the stuff that's on my table. Take whatever you want." And he was just, and I was walking by, and he goes, "Oh, here, have a saga." It was just an it issue. A, it was a free comic book. It was a free comic book that he just wanted me to read. Oh, I thought it was a free comic book day. No, it was just... It was, it was just a free... It was just like... Oh, he just saying. handed you a random issue? Yeah. Suck? No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. No, no, yes, no, no. that was no, my no, no, introduction no, no. to it. Nope, nope, nope. Just tell me I how misunderstood. I thought Saga had a free comic book day issue. Mm-mm. No, no. You meant a just a free... He's like, here, take it. I'm just getting... Re- I'm just clearing off my table. I have too many number sevens. Yeah. And there's no fucking context? Yeah. Oh my god, no. I was confused when I read the no story. when you were describing it to me, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Because it was very confusing. Oh and that my was god. my introduction to Saga, so I'm aware of the story, but way out of context. You're like, there's a guy with a TV for a head mm-hmm. and a cat that just says lying all the time. Yeah. For, I mean... It's Lion Cat. It's Lion Cat, which I found out later in this book. That's his name. I didn't know that in her context. name. It's her name. Her I, name. I, I yeah. Really correct that. It's yeah. her name. Her name. Um, I forgot. I honestly because. Ah fuck. Yeah. Um. Hold on. How do I phrase this? I love Hazel, the uh, ghost babysitter. Yes. Um. I have a Funko Pop of her, and actually I have that's two of cool. Lion Cat. Uh, two of the Lion Cats. Okay. Uh, one's a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Um, pink version. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, the I've got I've got Hazel as a Funko. That's I really like her character. I really do. So I know you want to say more. I know. I want, just can't. I really I, bugs you. I want to say something <laughs> terrible. I, I won't. It's not my love is not justified. Is what you're about to say. It's going to be a spoiler. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this story, and then we'll sign off that's gonna so I'd never read the Harry Potter books I'd only really watched the movies before I started reading the books before Deathly Hollows came out Mm. and I saw that Gary Oldman was playing not Service Snape Sirius Black I love Gary Oldman we all love Gary Oldman the old man so I was like oh shit like Gary Oldman's gonna be in Harry Potter and my girlfriend at the time went don't get attached I was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You So as much as I love Hazel, or I'm sorry, um, uh, Isabel. 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 Don't get attached. Okay. Yeah. But 
you got a while. You got a while. Okay. You got a while. Um, and of course, the book ended. Uh, well, not ended. It went on a hiatus about three years ago, um, leaving off on some deaths and a cliffhanger. And I don't know when it's ever going to come back. Okay. But please, Brian K. Vaughn, if you're listening to this, Fiona Staples, if you're listening to this, please come back. We have to know how it ends. And I don't mean just Calvin and I. Yes. I mean, like, everyone who right. reads Saga. Right. Please come back. Yeah. It was an excellent jumping off point for book one. Really, really enjoyed it. Can't wait to read book two. Yeah. I would say I'd loan them to you, but I want you to buy them so they get the money. Yeah. Maybe incentivize them to finish it. Maybe. Which would be nice. See an uptick on uptick on their sales. Yeah, all and of, like, maybe we should get back to All of a sudden, Calvin makes a difference. Exactly. Not a bad way. That's how I make my mark on the world. <laughs> Is by bringing back Saga. Yes. Oh my God, that'd be worth it. Buy that, would be your, that would be your epitaph. If right that there. actually does happen, if I buy a book Here two and it Calvin. does actually start, start happening Here lies Calvin brought back Saga. Yeah. And then, thank you. Like, quotes, <laughs> thank you. A tribute to all of us. Yes. Uh, so that's it. Yeah. So um, from Pitas and Honey Bunches, Pop Culture Spectacular, and uh, Nerd Vomit, uh, I've been Doug. I am Calvin. Calvin's been Calvin. And we end on something about an STD? Yes. <laughs> if you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www. BACNpodcast.com Oh yeah.